Social media can be used for good and it can be used for bad. Today, we're gonna focus on the latter, talking about some of the dangers associated with social media. We talked about the dangers in a broad sense in the big episode, but today we wanna get specific. So stay tuned as we address some of these dangers right now. We're talking leadership this week, and one of the organizations we are so proud to be at the helm of is the Neuroencoding Institute. We got to co-found the Neuroencoding Institute alongside Dr. Joseph McClendon III, amazing, world-renowned neuropsychologist and incredible mentor and teacher. If you're at all interested in learning more about what the Neuroencoding Institute does and what it can do for you, please visit neuroencoding.com. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions. All right, everyone. So we're back here in social media detox week. We're going to start out the mini-sodes this week with the dangers. Now, don't worry. We're going to do a mini-sode on the advantages as well. But we want to just highlight some of the things that really do make social media a dangerous trap, especially when it comes to those who are looking to protect their mental health. Right. Now, we've talked a little bit about the dangers in terms of you personally uh, unconsciously getting addicted to social media but there are other dangers outside of that. Dangers that we sometimes might not consider as we look at a subject like this, but think about the social impact of social media on a larger scale. We see that activism is really turning uh, more an eye towards social media, and it's not always for the better. Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes a big initiative in the world comes out, and I feel like I'm doing my part by sharing a post or putting something up on my story. Instead of going to that next level of actually maybe contributing to organizations fighting for change or volunteering of my time. Now, that's just a personal admission, but the research backs this up, that there's an idea of something called slacktivism. But Shai, I think that you uh, teach this actually in your sociology class uh, through the lens of something called armchair activism. Right. Being active from your armchairs, kind of the social science speak over the last two decades about this new type of activism that's really more about supporting with your words or saying that you support something. But of course, that is far less effective than supporting a cause with your actions, which is why this has gotten the nickname slacktivism, right? I'm being I'm being active in a slacker type way, and it's not being as impactful as it could be for social change and social movements. And that can be very frustrating, both for the leaders of those social movements and those who are suffering under uh, inequality and needing help for change. Now, some other dangers that come along with social media, and now you've heard some of these before, but I'm going to highlight three in one. The first one's called FOMO, fear of missing out. The next one is that social media can create self-image issues. And the third one is the idea that of the highlight reel really being an illusion around people's reality. And we bring these three things together because many of them center around the algorithm, right? The algorithm, if you 
you like things about travel, as we said in the big episode, it's going to deliver you things about travel. And before you know it, you're starting to maybe feel an emotion inside called FOMO. I have this fear of missing out, right? Everybody is traveling this summer. In fact, we were on with a colleague uh, late this summer and he said to my daughter said to me, my summer sucks. Everybody else is traveling. This is FOMO at its finest. People having this fear of missing out and then going into debt or creating uh, circumstances that aren't good for them just for the highlight reel, which is that next piece that it creates this illusion that people's lives are better than they are, which feeds into big time self-image issues and can even feed your imposter syndrome. I was at a bachelorette party a few years back and we were in a club and one of the members of the bachelorette party just seemed kind of like annoyed of the group in general, a little bit um, just kind of not very energetic, not very smiley. And at one point in the club, I saw her, I was standing behind her dancing and animated and excited. And I was like, heck yes, she's finally getting into it. And then she turns and she's making a video with her phone. And then the second she stops, she goes back to the person we've all known for the last 36 hours of being kind of muted and and seeming annoyed and and, uh, put out by all of the different circumstances. And I just thought, isn't that so interesting? Because anybody who watches her story is going to think, oh my gosh, she's having so much fun and she's living her life in the moment and just embracing the experience. And that wasn't what it was at all. But now magnify that by all of us times 7 billion people sharing our highlight reel. And no wonder we have a, a distorted perception of what reality is and what our expectation of our own reference group can be. But that reference group, when you create a reality or an expectation based off of that reference group, if it doesn't match your reality and your expectation in the moment, this can create a lot of dissonance for you. And what we know around emotional dissonance is that it creates the emotions of anxiety and ultimately depression. So we see how these real dangers of FOMO, of the highlight reel creating illusions and therefore leading the self image issues in 7 billion of us uh, can really have a long-term effect on your mental health. So we talked about the dangers. Stay tuned for tomorrow as we talk about some of the benefits. This podcast was a production of Angel Phoenix Productions. Explore more episodes of this show or other great shows on the Angel Phoenix Podcast Network by visiting angelphoenix.com. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of Angel Phoenix Productions or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.